Hello and welcome to One on Young with your host Sean Joseph Young and I am with the absolutely lovely and funny and Punjabi speaking Jasu Alawalia. <laughs> I I like your name. I'm just gonna I'm just Thank gonna lay you. it out right now. You know, it's a pretty cool name. I've, I've got to thank my parents. I can't really take credit for that. Alawalia, Jasa Alawalia. Yeah, you're pronouncing it right as well. Thank That's you. Pretty good. I, I have been practicing for about at least two hours before you came. <laughs> Just in case. I don't want to come across as a massive racist. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Special word. Racist. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's a good start. It's a good start. <laughs> tackling, tackling racism. Taking the big issues today. <laughs> We're going to do this. Those white people, god damn it! <laughs> I'm with Jasu Alawalia. Jasu... Oh no, I got it wrong there. Alawalia. Alawalia. Jasu Alawalia. You have quite a lot of fans <laughs> from your from your Art Attack days. I'm, that's right, I'm going to whop out the Art Attack right away. <laughs> right, right away. Because Art as attack. soon as I met you, yeah. I knew exactly who you were. <laughs> Art Attack. You've you got quite a few young fans, and you, um, you did a gig uh, with your. You know, for your music, your band. Do you have a band, or is it? Uh, no, I kind of, kind of my singing and stuff. That's kind of like a personal project of mine, and I just kind of do it. Um, it's when just you me. want him, yeah. When I want like him, right? Rock okay. god. <laughs> <laughs> no, like so basically, yeah. I did Art Attack, and when we finished filming that, I kind of had a lot of free time, um, and I wanted to kind of keep creative, so. I thought I like singing, I like writing, so I thought I'd try writing some songs. I'd never done it before, and um, so I thought, yeah, why not do it? So I did. Yeah, and you performed your um, your album, all your letters out now. Um, yeah. <laughs> you right. are welcome. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, on iTunes, um, all the music stores. You, you you did it at a um like a like a festival and stuff like that. So you got to meet some. Did you meet some of your fans? Yeah, or? yeah, it was really cool. Like it was a kids kind of kids festival. It's called Lollipop. It takes place in Regent's Park every year, and it's a really awesome kind of festival for young kids. Um, and yeah, it was great. There were you know, fans of Art Attack who come to see it, and uh, people who obviously not heard my music before, but um, come along and yeah, really enjoyed it. It was just really good fun. I mean, there there are worse jobs in life. <laughs> <laughs> and delay, delay, delay. Throw out your name, like. Like perfectly as well because they're such keen fans. Uh, no, not really. I think what my flatmates who came along found hilarious was that I literally I I finished on stage and then I came off and then went out front to find them and like literally nobody recognised me. Ah, <laughs> what the hell? But the thing is, is it right, because you didn't have a desk. The thing with Art Attack, Art Attack, it's such an iconic kids TV show. Um, I look so different on that show because I've got my Disneyfied hair. I've got the Art Attack jumper on. Um, it's, it's a, a complete blue jumper. I'm presenting as me, but it's like a it's a different kind of me. Yeah, like yeah. a like a happier. Yeah, like a really happier, happy more zany, version. more wired. What well, What I really <laughs> loved about watching Art Attack is that you had like a like a signature laugh. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> It's like that. Oh, it's brilliant. When you're recording like seven hours every day, you kind of you have to have a laugh kind of that you can <laughs> just, just turn to keep on. The <laughs> <laughs> It'll be over soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, it was good fun. It's just usually when you get the genuine laugh, it's on the first take and about a hundred things have gone wrong. So yeah, yeah. you can never I'll use stop it. I'll myself. Let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. paint this in my blood. <laughs> that's not that's not sinister at all. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, but you've you've met you know. You've met your fans on the street, maybe, and on obviously you can't hear what they're saying on Twitter, like literally with their voices. But 
it always interests me when you get your fans and they go to pronounce your name. And I would usually people just know me as as Jassa. Jassa. Yeah, there aren't many Jassas around. So. Yeah. Oh, I love right. that though. Just like at, another, at the end of the street, just go, Jasa Alwalia! Just like the whole name. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty impressive. Now, I've been very lucky. Like, I've met a few fans of the show. Um, yeah, I've met a couple who have been like incredible. Like, I met one uh, one family who, there's this young girl in the family um, who had been very, very quiet um, ever since she had been uh, very small and never really. She wasn't doing very well at school. Her spelling and stuff wasn't really improving. The teachers didn't really know what to do with her. Um, there'd been several doctors and psychiatrists. They couldn't really figure out what was going on. Eek. Um, sorry? That's not good. I just went eek. Well, yeah, I'm <laughs> not going to get involved with that. <laughs> but, um, and um, apparently when she started watching Art Attack, she took up like a pen and pencil and piece of paper and she suddenly started drawing and she was an incredible artist oh, like fantastic. she was far kind of far beyond the years um mm. kind of her creative ability and through that her teachers were able to do more with her at school and she was mm. able to become more and more confident and um you did that it, well <laughs> you i can't take that i can't take full credit for it but it was incredibly humbling um to meet uh kind of meet her and her mum and for them to be so kind of grateful to me even though I've never really I've never met them before but the fact that I was presenting the show which obviously had such a great effect on on their lives that was that was quite an amazing moment hmm. ah yeah. it's always nice hearing those stories <laughs> but that's not that's not the main thing I wanted to talk to you about I wanted to talk to you about that court case no I'm kidding <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about um you know it's it, my, my podcast seems to have like a theme Ting, just the taking a, yeah, a theme that's ting. It. Hey, it's right in here. <laughs> um, and I met Jasser on the set of Some Girls. Uh, we were sharing a room together, and um, we became close. We became close. <laughs> the moon it wasn't around because it was the morning. It was silly. What's wrong with you, Jasser? And we started, you know, talking and stuff. And you know, I got along really well with Jasser. And I didn't know what character he was playing. I just knew of him as Heart oh, Attack Man <laughs> because I'm ten and <laughs> I just I found it really interesting when I was like, So what's your character? And it was like, ah, oh, it's Rocky. So it is Rocky. Isn't yeah, it? so I play okay. Rocky, yeah. And I just found it really interesting. And then I heard his accent, what he was doing as well, because he showed so much intelligence. Um, you know, in, in the in the dressing room and you know, during <laughs> makeup and stuff. And you know when he when he spoke to Mandy for the first time, he asked her, "Oh, you you speak? Do you speak Punjabi?" Yeah. And she went, "Yeah." And he just walked out some Punjabi, Boom. slam right <laughs> out there, and she right was the like, face. "She was like, yeah, right in the face." <laughs> she did not expect it. She was blinking for days. No, it was pretty funny. I do love doing that. It is quite. It's always funny to see people's expressions because it is so unexpected. Um, and I've kind of been doing it since I was about. Well, I learned Punjabi bilingually since I was a, a baby, so I, kind of that that effect of seeing people's faces when me, this little white kid, starts speaking in fluent Punjabi. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Oh man, it's it's so it was so I was like, say what? <laughs> it was crazy, absolutely crazy. Just because you just did it so casually, it was just like, oh, okay, blah, blam. It was always a good icebreaker. <laughs> it no, it, it definitely worked that room. That's for sure. <laughs> Turn around and I was like, oh, mm, 
<laughs> he speaks another language. He's so exhausted. That was quite a strange day. Because the first time we all met was was it the group read through? So yeah. We were in this huge room with all of the top dogs from Hattrick. Mm. All of um, yeah, these like you know there was Colin was there, Dolly was there, and so and I think you were the same as me with, with them. You kind of you'd grown up watching them in stuff and yeah. stuff that you kind of really loved and respected. And it was a real shock when you walk in there and go, oh, fuck, oh, it's them. Yeah. Like, oh, hi. I'll behave. Hi. Yeah. I'll behave. Cool. And you're like, you're watching their performance and you think, okay, this is just a read through, but I want to be as awesome as possible to <laughs> try and impress them. <laughs> so like, that's the guy who talks to James Bond and she, she was in campus and I love campus. So <laughs> She's so funny. I want to be funny like her. Yeah. It was, yeah. And I, uh, you should have you should have walked out Punjabi there. Just did all your lines in Punjabi. We had this awkward. Yeah, <laughs> I really wanted to, to try something like that with with Colin and, and and Dolly as well. But the thing was, when I first went to introduce myself to Colin, he thought he recognised me from something else, but I wasn't that person. Oh, so yeah. suddenly it became really strange. <laughs> I was like, oh hi, I'm. He's like, yeah, didn't we meet before? I'm, no, that wasn't me. <laughs> you should have gone. You should have, yeah, no, it was great. Yeah. It was really fun. It was really fun on that set. Uh, you man, you. Yeah. Oh, I really. I was I, the same with Adam as well because I'm. I I oh, love. I love mongrels. Yeah, I, I was a huge fan of. Yeah, Mo- <laughs> mongrels. The show on BBC Three. Um, it was so funny. Absolutely awfully inappropriate humour, mm. but I absolutely loved it. And um, yeah, when I was just kind of fanboying a bit when I first met Adam, so it was all. I d- I didn't I didn't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I ref- I didn't research anything about the director and stuff because I w- when it- whenever you go into a casting and you know exactly how important it is, it just puts so much more pressure on you. So I usually go in there dumb. But I also <laughs> decided to do that throughout the series. It's like yeah, you didn't really know what was going on. Did you? Yeah, I was like, I love Adam. He seems really nice. I wish him the best. <laughs> oh, he made mongrels. Yeah, yeah he's, he's done quite a few good things. Knew that <laughs> creature. Co- he did. Did he do creature comforts as well? Am I making that up? No, you're making that up. He <laughs> he made Preacher the golden compass. compass. Was, uh... <laughs> <laughs> he, he his art is ridiculous. He is the reason why you know people make James Bond. Seriously, <laughs> you should see him in a suit. Fantastic, and he's really nice actually. Yeah. As well, but yeah, what I, I was sort of thinking when I found out that you spoke Punjabi and stuff, I was like, oh, you sh- you shouldn't have spoke English for the last like week and a half. You should have just. Spoke purely <laughs> Punjabi and pretended that you, it's like, you know, just spoke, speaking Punjabi to everyone. It's like, <laughs> only Mandy understands me. So, I would love that, but obviously you couldn't do that, otherwise you'd lose your job. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, I was I was more keen on just keeping my job to be honest. Yeah, no, it's understandable, <laughs> other than just a meaningless prank. <laughs> but yeah, I, actually, no, I'm going to make you say something. Um, what? I, or in Punjabi? We we spoke about this before. I was gonna make you say one on young, but, it, but apparently that's that's difficult. Wait, is this, is this like, is it, you can't translate like names and stuff. No, no, no. no. I mean, you you got you got Punjabi for a young person, don't you? Huh? There's there's a Punjabi word for a young. Yeah, Juan. Like it's a, like a, a young person. Yeah. So yeah, just say that one. So we say. Uh, okay, you want an example of me speaking Punjabi? Okay. I'm, I'm not putting them under okay. pressure. Okay. Sasikal um, Naranam Jasvinder Singh Aluwaliya hai. I'm sitting here with my friend. My friend is my friend. My friend is my friend. 
शोन जोसेफ यंग है उसी गलना करते हैं अपना टेलीविजन प्रोग्राम ना एमवी गलना करते हैं हंसते हैं चाय पीने पे आई एग्री विथ एवरीथिंग ही इज जस्ट सेड आई जस्ट सेड चाय ड्रिंकिंग सम टी यू माइट नो इस फ्यू इंग्लिश वर्ड्स इन देयर दिस दिस इज समथिंग आई वाज सेइंग बिफोर पंजाबी is because of like the whole the british empire and all of that um, you're welcome yeah. <laughs> thank you for the trains they're rather lovely um is that we just throw in english words into the language all the time um and so there are genuinely words that are actual punjabi that are in the punjabi dictionary that are just english words with an indian accent but i think this is most exemplified by my grandma who's now been living in um the uk for so long that she speaks punjabi perfectly fluently but she just gets lazy mm. so she still writes in punjabi because she finds it easier but she'll use english words yeah so she wants to buy carrots like the punjabi word for carrots is gajar um and so instead of writing gajar in in punjabi she'll just write in punjabi carrots <laughs> <laughs> and so i was reading a, a shopping list and it was like carrots milk <laughs> and all these things i'm like but the punjabi words are really simple but she's like oh it's i'm just lazy <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> ah, I just I just sometimes I wish I knew a second language, which is te- terrible to say that, you know, it's not terrible to want to know. No, 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 no. Like because like, I currently I'm in a different country. Um in the real world when this is, you know, coming out, I'm in a different country. Have you broken his pen again? <laughs> 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 so we're currently sat here recording and Sean's brother told him not to break his pen and he's been fiddling with his pen and now the pen is just broken. Oh. <laughs> Belgium is really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. But so yeah, Belgium. Nice chocolate. Nice chocolate. Great beer. Um, oh, yes. But yeah, I just find it really interesting to be able to... And ex- Like, it is incredible. It is absolutely. It is inc- like, having a different language. I think it absolutely allows you to access a different culture in a completely different way. Mm. Because a language tells you so much about the identity of a specific culture or a country, and there are certain things that um, there are certain things that you, you you can't quite express in one language that you can in another. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, there are certain. Like I studied Spanish and Russian at uni as well. for a year and a bit and then I dropped out to the attack. Woo! Uh, <laughs> I was brilliant when I dropped out. It was like Jerry Maguire moment. Like I got a text on my phone saying that my the request for a leave of absence from uni had been rejected. Oh, so, wow. so I just I just stood up and walked out. <laughs> and I was like, "Yes! I wanted to do that for so long." <laughs> But, um yeah, I'm just trying to think of what's uh, kind of a good example of um Uh, like in Russian, for example, Russian drinking culture. You know, Russians are quite known, obviously, for like the vodka and all of that, which is less of a stereotype than you might imagine. When I was there, honestly, drank so much. But part of the um, water, uh, <laughs> they um, they have a specific word for for um, kind of things that you eat while you're drinking, mm. like uh, drinking snacks. They have a specific word for it because they. Uh, as part of their culture when when you're drinking you you should be eating something to try and at least attempt to help soak it up yeah, yeah. so and like and that's kind of something that you don't really have in english and there's there are things in punjabi and i've just completely forgotten everything all the examples that i would usually remember <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah it is it is amazing 
yeah, that's why kind of why I was always drawn to languages because I kind of grew up knowing how kind of effective they could be. Yeah, it's I when when I when I was away in uh, Paris, um, I'd I'd watch all these like French people making everyone laugh, really, you know, like incredibly charismatic people, and I was like, I can't enjoy any of this because he's speaking a different language that I don't know, and. I'm missing out on this, you know, this force to be reckoned with within this room, and I'm missing out on all of this. Mm. And then I go and speak to him, in, you know, like he he knows a bit of English, and I I don't know enough French to really have a conversation with him. And obviously, I'm not getting as much flavour, if you know what I mean, out of him as everyone else yeah. would. And that's not his fault. That's my fault for not knowing the language. It just it just sometimes frustrates me because. I think every human being has this where they where they hate not being able to do something, not being able to understand. And when it comes to languages, when someone is so, you know, it's so important in the room and is, you know, mm. the highlight of the room and these things which creates the idea that you can't miss this. You're missing out on yes. Yeah. I think it comes down to the fact that like we're free in so many ways to do so many different things. But if you're suddenly restricted in mm. what you can do if you can't communicate with someone. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, and I, I've noticed this, especially particularly with my grandma, as I've got to know her better um, as I've grown up, is that she is such a brilliant character. Very, very funny. Some of the stuff she comes out with is it just is brilliant. Um, but if you don't speak Punjabi or... Yeah, you're missing you, out you, on all that. You can't understand mm. that essence of a character because she can't express herself properly yeah. in English. Mm. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's so... <laughs> anyway, we, we talked yeah, about we, languages we have for a little bit there. Yeah. <laughs> Some girls... Actually, this, this, I'm going to put a challenge for you. Could you speak in Punjabi but with a Rocky accent? Rocky's accent with Punjabi. Like, Challenge number one. I shall do that. Oh no. Um. Sashikal, my name. And just saw him like um, made the I don't know, man. That's really hard. <laughs> I, I can see the struggle in your eyes. It's like it's two parts of my brain again. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was good. I enjoyed that. Though. <laughs> yeah, it's. I always find anyone who knows a second language to be really talented. So that's fantastic. Go team. Much. Go Woo! team. Did you enjoy some girls? Oh yeah, it was so much fun. So much fun. It was my first experience of uh, kind of working on something for the BBC. BBC. That was that was quite cool. Mm. Um, and also like something with a decent. A uh, decent budget with actual studio time locations and stuff like, um, yeah, like with the, working with people that I know, <laughs> that was really cool. Um, and you know, having such brilliant scripts and having the writer on set, I don't think, yeah, you, know, you can't underestimate how awesome that is. Just before I came on set, I'd been reading James Corden's um, autobiography, and he was talking about how it was amazing doing the History Boys, and. Um, Having um, blah, 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 Alan Bennett, having Alan Bennett on in in rehearsal in rehearsals while they were doing it, and being able to speak directly with the writer when you're working on something, mm-hmm. and that was amazing because we had Bernadette on set with us all, all the time uh, in rehearsals, um, and we could just discuss characters and lines, and um, it, it was amazing because you know we'd have 
Adam there who's giving us direction, but when it there are certain things that as a director he didn't feel comfortable with, um, like there were certain decisions he didn't feel comfortable with making because he felt that they were they're more kind of like writing decisions. Mm -hmm. So to have the writer there to then talk about those things was, yeah. was incredible. Um, because on most jobs you, you get scripts and that's it. The writers kind of they've been lost somewhere down the pre-production line. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was incredible. Yeah, that was really awesome. And it was also just fun because I was such a fun character. And yeah, it, what I noticed instantly, what I've noticed with pretty much all the cast members is, is the characters that they play are contrasts with the actual people that they are. Because yeah, I don't mean <laughs> I'm any quite offense. a contrast. <laughs> I don't mean any offense whatsoever, but you're not really like Rocky. <laughs> no, no, I couldn't believe when I got the part. Actually, I I actually went into the audition thinking I wasn't going to get it. And so I, I was basically taking the piss. Did you play? Did you play it? Did you have to play it straight in the past thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I kind of went. I kind of went in pretending, kind of being a bit more street than I actually am. Well, I'm really not street. <laughs> <laughs> a bit more street than I actually. A bit am. more street than I actually am. Sean, but... pass me the pipe. I can take a few puffs before I start talking about yeah, so it. I, I went into the audition and I was just being like really kind of cheeky with. Um, um, with the casting, uh, I think it was the casting assistant I met first. Yeah. And um, and yeah, I was just being a bit flirty, a bit kind of cheeky. And then when they asked me if I had any questions at the mm. end of the audition, I was like, yeah, can I have the part? Yeah. <laughs> I just straight out asked. And yeah, and then, and then I did. It's already method acting. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I'm um, yeah, not really not quite like Rocky. Am I? No, 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 you're... <laughs> no, I, I, it was quite fun to watch you play Rocky, and you know, because when we did that scene in the cafe, yeah, when you had to show heart but still playing Rocky, I was like going, yeah, <laughs> it's quite fun. <laughs> yeah, Rocky's got a lot of heart. That's that's what I really like about him as a character is that he's he's very well meaning, and that's what I also love about the relationship with like him and Viva. Yeah. Is that I didn't and I kind of I got a bit of that from when I read the scripts, but it was actually when I was on set and with Ade and we were doing the scenes and you really felt that you know, there's a lot of kind of banter on the surface, but there was a really nice relationship brewing between them. Yeah. And it was um it was great to to to, to, to recognise that and feel feel that when you're on set doing something is really kind of rewarding because yeah. you kind of you feel like you're onto the right thing. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's how did you? How did you? How did you find working with Addy? Oh hell! Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Addy is awesome. Oh man, she's so talented, and the oh, she was working so hard on that shoot. Mm. She was working. How was it like? Solid. Like, uh, it was a six-week shoot, and she. I think she was on every day, start to finish. Um, so many different scenes, different things going on. Um. It was incredible. Um, yeah, and there was so much more going on because of all the voiceovers and stuff as well. So there was always a much more of an arc going on with her than I think the rest of us appreciated. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, she was, she was really cool. Very, very professional. And, you know, we had a few kind of, I mean, a lot of our intimate scenes we shot very early on as well. So that was quite challenging because, I mean, we'd met like twice Mm. Um, I think for rehearsals, then it was like, okay, just get into bed together now. <laughs> Start making out. <laughs> okay. 
Um, and he's We're like, just gonna put a camera on you, and yeah, yeah that's good. I think yeah. that one of those scenes that we shot as well. It was like nine a.m. when we first started rolling as well, so we still got morning like, breath. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, so I'm really sorry, I'm just yawning all over you. <laughs> but, um, At least you were yawning all over. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, it, it, it was fine. It was really great, and yeah, she made it very very easy. Mm. Oh, that's good. That's always good news. Like, because you 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 had quite like intimate scenes with her and stuff and it's incredibly difficult to do things where you're supposed to connect on that level you know with, with you know your characters to do that with someone that you don't like it's so much more difficult and to work with someone who you do like yeah i was gonna say i was like what hang on a minute <laughs> i didn't say that did I? <laughs> no i i saw that don't worry i was gonna go i was gonna say that anyway cool, but... it's okay nice recovery thank you thank you <laughs> To do it with someone you absolutely hate <laughs> is difficult, but to do it with someone that you you know you actually enjoy spending time with and who's so professional, it's really nice, and it, you can see it actually benefits uh, your performance as well. Mm. So it's good to hear, you know. It's just really good to hear. Woo! <laughs> so yeah, no. And um, do you, did you get to act with any of the others or? Oh, also, uh, no, yeah. I'll, I'll ask that later. Don't worry, it's fine. Well, well, I got to know the others. I mean, because we everyone was around all the time, so I got to know um, everyone there quite well as well, like by the three other girls. Um, yeah, everyone's just really, really cool. I, 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 yeah, it was, it was so nice. I think because we were all, because it was a new show. I think we were all quite excited to be part of something new that had so much potential. And yeah, talking about it now, we can't really. We don't really know how it's going to be received, or it might have been cancelled by yeah. now. <laughs> like everybody might hate it, so yeah. we we just sound really pretentious. Um, it's art, guys. It's just art. But I think we were all, we were all really excited to be part of something new, something original that was going to be going out, um, and so it felt. We we all oh, oh, it's like a classic cliche. We felt like a family. Yeah. No, we, we felt a bit like a family. It was, really, it was a really chilled out <laughs> set most of the time. Yeah, really chilled out, and yeah, we were always kind of nobody got into this whole like, oh, I'm cut, I'm going to my trailer, don't <laughs> talk to me. We were always everyone was having lunch together. We were always, you know, playing, sometimes playing football, playing football together between takes, and um, weren't allowed to do that afterwards. Well, we weren't. Well, I yeah, well. I wasn't. I am awesome at football, <laughs> as the series shows. <laughs> I am awesome at football. <laughs> yeah, I... Did, did you enjoy playing football? Because I remember you saying mm, that you're not too... No, I'm really bad. Really bad. Like, horrendously bad. Like, the editors have done an incredibly good job. <laughs> now, you actually notice that you don't actually see me playing a lot of football. Yeah. Uh, Harry, Harry McIntyre, who plays... Um, uh, Jordan is <laughs> a lot better at football than me. There are more shots of him yeah. <laughs> playing. Yeah. What, what position were you in? Uh, what? Mainly on the floor position. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was meant to be a striker, but yeah. I would get the ball and then just... I would just scuff it and it would go on. And the one time we were playing against the girls' team and the girls' team were deliberately letting us pass and trying to make it so that we look good. Yeah. And then I would get in front of the in front of the goal and then I would kick it and it would go way off. I would either scuff my foot on the floor and trip over myself. And then the one time I actually managed to connect with the ball properly, I launched it full belt right into the female goalie. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Darren Rabs who winded her and so... Oh, nice yeah. one, <laughs> Did yeah. you gloat afterwards? I was, it was all a That's bit That's my power! <laughs> yeah. It was all, all a bit awkward. And then Adam kind of 
Norms. More than happy to take the piss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I didn't know you got to play like properly. Was it properly? Was it like okay, back? Okay, now do that. Well, yeah, they were like yeah, let the ball through. Yeah, girls and let the boys get through. And it was yeah, it became soon became apparent that it was going to take a lot of work. (laughs) I got a few, and there were a few a few shots that we got. Mm. With me, it's alright. That's good. I don't want to break the illusion though. No, 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 no. No, he's on messy standards. Messi being a footballer. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware okay, that Messi's a footballer. <laughs> I'm aware that Messi's a footballer. <laughs> she looked at me going, oh, <laughs> oh, I, I miss that. Because I really do like, I like playing football. Mm, I, I usually play centre-back. I'm not really built for centre-back. Um, so I, I want to play left What back, are you built but... for, Sean? Oh, <laughs> I didn't mean that. <laughs> he looked at me with such, such disdain. <laughs> Well, I'm the one who can edit, so you look like a racist on this podcast. <laughs> That's what I am. Yeah, you cut out all the bits of me speaking Punjabi and just have the bits of me with an Indian accent. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll just edit some some bits of me going, you can't say that. And then you're going, yes, I can. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 built, I'm built for love. That's what I'm built for. Love. <laughs> Let's talk about love now. Let's not talk about love. Um, I think I think we've we've covered all bases there. I think we should go on to the more important. Well, I was just gonna say, like, we didn't actually have any scenes together, did we? No. So we can't. This is the together. thing, right? We we. I, I don't know so why you started the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we had spent so much time together, and we saw each other's scenes, but we're never actually. Yeah, we've never been. We've never actually. actually like in together. the show, we're at the same party, mm. but. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. enjoyed those scenes. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a reason why I enjoyed them. I was usually but... having it. <laughs> I, I, I was usually having a cup of tea and a cake while you were working. Yeah, yeah. I, I see you eating this cake and then sometimes a sandwich. It's like, you need a scarf. It's, like, <laughs> it's what you need. Oh, I had to watch it so badly. Like, I only had... Cast... This is the thing I forgot to mention about casting. I was cast the night before the first rehearsal. You serious? Yeah. Holy I got to call it 6pm the night before the first rehearsal. It oh, was wow. really late in the day when I got got the part. Yeah. Um, which meant I then only had like two weeks or something to try and get myself in shape for some of the top of the scenes. Mm. Um, and yeah, so when I was on set, it was... And there's always so much food around. <laughs> and it's always... And it's never like stuff that's good for you. It's like just piles of sandwiches and cakes. <laughs> And Lard. biscuits, <laughs> and yeah, and sticks of fat. <laughs> no, yeah, self control. Ah. Well, we can blame why you're bad at football on that. Yes, yeah, you, you just had too much muscle. <laughs> that was the problem. So I kick the ball, but I know I'll kill someone if I do. Yeah, I can't play play good. It would just be it would just be embarrassing for everyone else. Yeah, I mean exactly, exactly. I mean you were too busy, you know. <laughs> Lube- lubing's probably a bad word. Lubing up your abs. <laughs> oh, you know I've got to put something in my belly button. Now let's move on <laughs> to the most important part of this podcast. It is the only reason why most people listen. It is two. No, can't even say it. <laughs> choo choo train time. Can you do a choo choo train sound? What? Do a choo choo train sound. <laughs> Choo-choo! Ah, he wins! <laughs> okay, it's two truths, one lie. I just pronounced it wrong. That's okay. 
basically what happens is you have to say three facts about yourself, two of them are true, one of them is a lie, and then the other person has to guess which one is the lie. And then, you know, just to, just to help the uh, situation and, you know, enhance the impro a little bit, the other person will be asking questions about it. Okay. I didn't like you about that, didn't I? <laughs> nope, all new survey. All right. It's all good. Let's, let's go. <laughs> it's going to be fine. Now, Jassa is going to go first. Jassa, say your three. My three. So, fact number one, when I was in Moscow, I was arrested at gunpoint. Fact number two, I once burnt my nipples using hair removal cream. Fact number three, when I was four years old, I forgot the English language. Okay. All right, I'm going to ask a few questions now. Number one, which was you got arrested at gunpoint, nearly got arrested with that. Huh? Did well, you get arrested? Well, yeah, I wasn't processed, but yeah. But at gunpoint. What, at gunpoint. Why? Why? Uh, well, Russian police, you, you, <laughs> you don't mess around with them. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Red Square had been closed for a kind of Red Bull. We're doing a big kind of publicity jump thing. Mm. Um, so that was all closed off. And, and the um, security that Red Bull hires usually, <laughs> but um, yeah, and I was, uh, and I'd kind of got it in my mind that I was going to go and see Lenin's mausoleum that morning. Um, so and I had my headphones in, so I was just kind of went straight through the crowd and went through the barrier, thinking, "Oh, Red Square's quite empty today. Get some good <laughs> photos." Uh, so I walking across, and then suddenly there was a lot of noise, and it was like, "Oh, sugar, that's 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 a gun." <laughs> and what um, did they did they say? Uh, well, fortunately, I managed to explain what in, I was doing. In Russian? Did you speak in Russian? Uh, yeah, yeah. my Russian was a lot better then, because I'd spent, just spent a month in Russia. But, um, yeah, and just explained that I'm really sorry, I was just trying to get to see Lenin's body. Yeah. And they're like, no, it's closed today. And I was like, well, I'm getting the guns are quite a clear <laughs> indication that it's not open. <laughs> You're welcome! <laughs> um, yeah. Shit. Okay, then. Mm -hmm. I like that. Second one, which was... That I once burnt my nipples using hair removal cream. I don't even have to ask questions about that. I know that's true. <laughs> Bad one. You need to explain why you know that's true, though. You can't just put that out there. I just think it's true. <laughs> so yeah, no, no, no. Just it seems on top. So that's fine. Okay, all right. Um, which is no, no, no jibe. I just think Fair it's enough. just think it's happened. Third one. You forgot the English language at four. Yeah. Um, what happened? Where? Did you? How long did you forget for? Uh, AC, I I'd gone. I'd been to India mm. with my granddad, and I'd just gone with him um, to see family, and it was like kind of my first trip. Uh, it was my first. I think it was my first trip to India. I can't quite remember, but yeah, I just gone with my granddad, and um, I spent there for about six weeks, and because I was four years old, I all I did when I was there was speaking Punjabi, mm -hmm. and so I had no need for English. And because I was really young, I just completely forgot yeah. what English was. I could still understand it, yeah, but I couldn't, um, I couldn't kind of reply in it, um, which was a bit weird. So when I came back, my mum couldn't really communicate with me, right? Which was a bit strange, uh, very strange for her because it was like suddenly she had this her child that she couldn't speak to, mm. um, which was really weird uh, for her. And yeah, so like when I started then speaking English again, I started speaking English with a really Indian accent, mm. which was hilarious. So we'd go shopping and like my mum 
would just be pushing me around and then I'd be like mummy I want to buy some bananas and you'd be looking going she's yeah. got a racist baby exactly racist baby racist baby and my mum was just like oh god she would like have to keep me kind of quiet unless my dad was around otherwise it just wouldn't make sense yeah <laughs> okay Okay, I'll ask a question about the second one because I know all the podcast people are going, ask! Yeah. Ask, ask about the nipples! Why, why were you doing that? Um, the, this this one was, well, yeah, this is going to be this one away now. Uh, I had to shave or remove the hair from my chest for some girls. Okay. And the best way to do that was suggested by the makeup department was to use uh, hair removal cream. Mm. Which you can write the name down of that hair removal cream, and yeah, so this was applied quite generously to my body, Mm. and it was fine the first time. And then the second time, um, apparently, my skin wasn't going to agree with it, okay. And I got a little bit on my nipples, nipples, and yeah, and it burned. And I kept it on for only about half the time, they were even meant to keep it on, and yeah, they but yeah, I had to have makeup applied to my entire chest. Before why we shot because it was so sore. They were just like kind of red marks from yeah. where. Yeah. Okay. That was nice. Which is ironic, really, because I had to have kind of fake scars put on me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I had makeup and then fake scars yeah. put on top of that. So yeah. Okay then. Well. Now this is the answering portion of the show. First one, which was uh, Russia. Mm-hmm. I believe. Second one, I remember you telling me that you had to get rid of facial, not facial, bodily <laughs> hair. Yeah. And I don't think I remember you telling me about the nipples, but you may have, because it sounds like the sort of thing you'd probably say. And <laughs> third one, I don't know, I think, I think that'd happen, but I don't think it'd happen to you. Do I tell you now? Well, you can if you want to. <laughs> you can leave if you want. Just <laughs> <laughs> be really infuriating. <laughs> yeah, and let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> and, uh, okay, you can say, say the first truth. The let's, first truth. Yeah, let's ham up the... Okay, uh, okay. So, burnt nipples is true. Mm-hmm. Burnt nipples is true. That right. was, yeah. Second time I put it on, it just really went to town. And yeah. it was um, very painful. Um, I definitely knew that was true. <laughs> the... Second one, which is true, okay, is that I forgot English. No, yeah. no, it's ah, no. I genuinely forgot English when I was four years old. See, see, I wanted to go with that, but it just seems so not mundane, but it's so, <laughs> it seems so normal. It seems so normal. I was like, no, 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 he's not gonna go with that. So, so you didn't get held at gunpoint. No, I wasn't held at gunpoint. No, I was stopped, but. I st- I've been stopped at gunpoint at a border once, but not 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 in Moscow. But no. you did you did during the Red Bull thing. Did you uh-huh. actually do that during why Red Square was so quiet? Oh yeah, Red Square was closed off for it. You see what I did there was I merged a bit of truth with a lie, so that I could Is like. Is that half could, a point? No, 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 because <laughs> I no because it, it's it's still. It, like the, the one of the days I was there in Moscow, they were doing there was an event which meant the Red Square was closed. Okay. Um. But yeah, but I wasn't held at gunpoint. I was held. And, and at... you you didn't walk through there with your no, headphones on. No. Okay. No. 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 That's that's not half a point. That's a point. Yeah. Okay. Then. All I right. was held at gunpoint trying to cross between the I think the Swiss Italian border once. Yeah. Because I was going along a road and I didn't realise there was a border control. 
oh. trot halfway down the road. Yeah. And so I was just like, think right, try and keep in the correct lane, and mm. and I just carry on. It was like a motorway. Yeah. And then it looked like I was trying to smash through the border. So oh, I suddenly slowed down really quickly and security guards came running out, hands on guns and shit. And it was like, ah! Oh, so they didn't have the guns out, but how did, uh, that, how did that make you feel? Uh, yeah, I was a little scared. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty pretty nerve-wracking. Yeah. And um, they kind of backed up, took all our details, and... Uh, and everything was fine. Even, like, like having, I'm sure having a gun pointed at you is terrifying, but having somebody unclip, unholster and put their hand on a gun while looking at you is still like that that was enough for me yeah like, I, I'm I will quite, never cross the I really, I, I'm really happy with never having a gun pointed <laughs> at me uh, yeah okay that's always interesting to hear those sort of stories and that sort of emotional side <laughs> okay then well uh, looks like Jess has got a point yeah see I now have Boom. to I have to confuse him and with my free facts and uh, hope to get a draw um, because we've got time, we're going to go with the breakdown round, so like sudden death. I'm going to throw out three, so you don't have to think of another one. Okay. So it's okay. But that's only if we draw. You okay. Could, you could get the win for the guest team. Okay. Right. Now, because you... I, I could have said something about... Actually, no, I can do that. Okay, then. Wait a minute, sorry. Yes. Because you play Rocky, right. uh, who's quite street, but you also did Art Attack. I've, you know, come up with three facts, three true facts, <laughs> all of them true. Or are they? <laughs> about art and about, you know, a bit of streetness about it. Or a bit of streetness. Bit of streetness. Bit of street. All right. Okay, here it goes. First one. I once bought a balloon, red paint, and blue tack to create a toy in an art attack style that bled to enhance my Dragon Ball Z scenario with my toys. <laughs> in secondary school, a quarter of my classmates were grime artists. I decided to join in for a few weeks under the name Well Spoken Sean. <laughs> Third one, my teachers were so concerned about my inability to write with a pencil that they started thinking I had something medically wrong with me. As precaution, I wasn't allowed to use a pen until year five. <laughs> oh, that's really tough. They're all so kind of zany that they could all just be you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I can ask you questions about it. You can indeed. Um, so tell me a bit more about Dragon Ball Z, because I'm not really familiar with it. Um, well, the main characters Goku and you know his sons Gohan, and there was like Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT. Um, the one that I liked the most was the Majin Buu saga, which was the last saga in Dragon Ball Z, which is I think was right before the Cell saga with Perfect Cell and like Android eighteen, Android seventeen. So I watched Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Dude, what the hell? I know, right? So what? It was a cartoon. It's a cartoon that's freaking awesome. Right. Seriously, you, they fly and they throw beams at each other. Is it like Pokemon or something? No! <laughs> I don't feel like Pokemon, you bitch. Were there, were there cards? No, I don't. I, there might have been Top Trumps, right. but I don't okay. think there was cards. There was okay. a lot of games, though. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. And so you had toys. I had toys. And you yeah, wanted, this is only last month. And, 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 and you wanted to recreate some kind of bloodbath. 
Yeah, well, there, there wasn't actually a lot of blood mm. in Dragon Ball Z, but I was also into wrestling at the time. Right. And that was during the WWF Attitude Era, so there was a lot of blood coming from the forehead. And so things. how did you use a balloon and blue tack to recreate Well, you fill, you fill the balloon with red paint, right. but, you know, you dilute it, obviously, and then you blow up the balloon right. with still a bit of blood in it, right? right? And then you get the blue tack and you mould it around the balloon and then you stick legs on it and you stick arms on it and a head. Obviously it couldn't do much. That must be a lot of blue tack. Yeah, of course. My mum used to work in an office. Well, she was a database manager for um, <laughs> well-being of women. No, 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 not then. She was, it was like some, uh, I remember her having a Cancer Research UK t-shirt. It was something to do with bowel disease and stuff. But yeah, she used to work there, and they she, literally. She told you. Sorry, <laughs> she used to, literally she'd have like supply and supply of blue okay. tack. Um, apparently, she would have preferred white tack because white tack doesn't stick to the carpet as much as blue tack does. Right. But I wanted blue tack because. Okay. You know, I didn't want a white guy leading <laughs> on my I'm show. Blue <laughs> See, that's the truth. I can sing okay. that song. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, your second one was... In secondary school, a quarter of my classmates were grime artists. Cool. I decided to join in for a few weeks under the name Well Spoken Sean. Well Spoken Sean. Mm. Oh, so... Um... <coughs> uh, so... I can sense a draw coming here. <laughs> right. Uh... <laughs> what, 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 were your, what were your mates grime and artist names? Oh, God. Um... I can't remember. I think it was like JB and because one of them was called Yola. His real name was Yola. I, I can't remember his his actual grime name. Um, no, I can't remember. Okay. I can't remember. Okay. And what was your what was your kind of your, your hit single that you thought was gonna, <laughs> was gonna make it big? Um, God, I, I obviously because this was about five years ago. I can't remember the lyrics, but I know it started off with me referring to Yola's grime name and then asking how I'm doing <laughs> while MCing. Okay. Yeah, and my, my, my um my thing was that I had a furry hat on which was my mum's and like half a white mask right. around my face. But I don't know where that came into well spoken Sean. I think it was because I was the only one who Phantom, was white <laughs> in my class. So Okay, um, and and your third one, which wasn't a problem. The third one was to your writing. Yep. Um, my was... teachers were so concerned about my inability to write with a pencil that they started thinking I had something medically wrong with me. As a precaution, I wasn't allowed to use a pen until <laughs> year five. Like, when does writing with a pencil become a medical issue? You haven't seen how I write. Uh, this is true. It's a worry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, it's nothing to do. I haven't got dyslexia or anything like that. No, I'm just, just cat-handed. Just an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I, I. If you want to see me write, I will write. But I could be no fake. No, 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 I don't want you. Go, shouldn't be going near a pen. The teacher doesn't allow it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna think. I think. I. Ah. Uh, you see, I, I thought for a moment that I was about to say. I think. I think the grime artist is is the the false one, but 
I just think I, I just think I just think the blue tack is just so absurd. Like, <laughs> is that absurd? Like I, I just don't think you could use that much blue tack. I think that is it, it wasn't like a fucking huge balloon. <laughs> it wasn't like like oh it's the size of my head. This is perfect. No, you want it at the same level as your toys. I was using triple H at the time. <laughs> I will show you triple H. What I did also with triple H is um I got some red paint and I put red all over his chest and head, and then I tried to colour him in in the same colour that he was. Right. So when I, I hit him with my toys, right? <laughs> no way! Yeah, no way! Yeah. That's awesome! I know, I know. <laughs> okay, all right then. Okay, I'm gonna go with the false one is Grime Artist. Okay then, is that your final answer? Final answer. Okay then. All right, your first truth is. I wasn't allowed to use a pen until year five. Okay. It's genuinely that cack-handed. <laughs> right. Um, and you. they were talking about during my GCSEs giving me a laptop. <laughs> oh really? Um, yeah, but surprisingly, I got double A in my English. Yeah, double that, double A, yeah, two A's. Okay, right. Yeah, same thing. It's not like batteries. Is no, it? no, no, no. <laughs> Congratulations, you're now an electrician. <laughs> yeah, I'm huge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, but my lie is. I didn't make something fucking blue tack. I knew it, man! <laughs> I should have gone for the blue tack! I knew it couldn't be blue tack! Yes. That's oh, really loud. No. I'm sorry, podcast people. Like, you proper threw me because when you were talking about all the grime stuff, it was like you were really struggling to come up with stuff. No, I genuinely yeah, couldn't remember oh, the grime That's really thing. annoying because I properly thought it was going to be blue tack. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fine. Champion draw. It's a draw. So the grime thing's real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, it was a couple of well weeks. spoken, sure. Yeah, I don't know what got into me. <laughs> I think I, I I did it for a laugh, but according to the photos, I took it very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to see some of these photos. Yeah, it's a lot of me doing. You know that really d-headed pose of I'm like holding onto my chin, but I've got this white mask. Over it, and because the the quality of the webcam footage was so shit, um, you couldn't tell about how furry the hat was. So, okay, now that we're in the draw phase, um, to find out who's the ultimate winner, I am going to go with two truths, one lie, and he has to guess which one is the lie. Actually, no, no, I think I'm gonna, no, I'm not gonna change it. No, I'll do that in the second series. What I really want to do is I want to do two lies, one truth. But I'll do that in the second series because I'm going to run out of truths. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. This this is so mundane, these, you know, this sort of thing, these uh, facts, that they're going to be so hard to guess. Okay. So okay. Well, I'm guessing there's one true one. No, no, no. It's one lie. It's just one lie. There's just one lie. Yeah. Okay, and I've got... So two truths, one lie. It's just... Okay. Oh, no, it's the same as before. Okay. Yeah, same as before. Right. I didn't want to change it. Okay. Good. Okay, then. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go with those. That's fine. I was on a Radio Liverpool. I was on Radio Liverpool pretending to be a celebrity big brother who, like a contestant that was in Celebrity Big Brother, pretend I was his long lost son on his voicemail. Second one. That's the first one. Right. Second one. I drove Grandpa's mobility scooter into an ornament. And then blamed it on my brother who was nowhere near. And he got the blame. And during my English coursework, 
I wrote a script for my English coursework entitled The Lonely Cracker. Ask <clears throat> away. Hey. Mm. So what series of Big Brother was that? Oh, God. Um, I don't know. I don't actually watch it. It must have been because it was during my second second year of college. Right. And I was um, interviewing a, uh, a, a a comedian called Patrick Monaghan, mm-hmm. who won uh, like, a, like a, a comedy series, uh, like stand up comedy series on ITV, I think it was. So he's quite big now, but he wasn't yeah. as big then. I was interviewing him and he said that he had a radio show that he had to go on uh, for BBC Radio Liverpool. And I, because I was hanging out with him, he made me join in. Oh. And uh, we called up like one of the radio presenter's friends and made me speak and pretend that I was his long lost son. Okay. Um... Okay, and what was, was that? Deliberately shit. We'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and what was what was the kind of the premise of the story of the lo- of the lonely cracker? I'm oh, saying so you believe in the grandpa's mobility scooter one. Oh, potentially. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> never mind. <laughs> okay, I wrote a script for my English coursework entitled "The Lonely Cracker." Well, I used to be able to eat crackers. <laughs> like not white people. I used to be able to eat white people. <laughs> <laughs> it was a healthy addiction. <laughs> oh god. I used to be able to eat Jacob's, Jacob's crackers without water, and I right. thought that was really interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was fifteen. Leave uh. me alone. Um, and I thought, you know, it would be really cool is that if there were people living on this cracker. Right. Um, that I was eating because I'd never put like you know sometimes I put like Philadelphia on it sometimes I put ham but right. I'd eat the cracker solely and what was quite cool is that you know I'd think people because I watched um uh, the Grinch uh, stole Christmas the one with I think it's Jim Carrey who's uh, the Grinch mm-hmm. and they were living on a snowflake oh yeah, yeah so I thought you know they're living on a cracker right but well because all the crackers were you know. On top of each other, and I watched the QI episode where they were talking about how there's an infinite amount of turtles that make up the universe. And you know, a, a woman was asking, um, "What's under that turtle?" So, like, oh, it's just another turtle. What's under no, underneath that turtle? Oh, it's another turtle. And mm-hmm. I saw that in the sort of like the cracker way, in the Jacob's cream cracker way. And um, but you take that away, you eat that cracker. So there's only like one cracker left. And that w- that's what it was, the lonely cracker. And it was basically a, a family that living on this cracker who had just lost all their friends and neighbours. Right, that's, that's so mental that I think it's true. <laughs> I got two A's in English. I just remember that, so... Yeah. Um, the other one was about the... What was the ornament that you wrote? It was a bird uh, holder thing. You know, you sort of like... You, you, you slam it into the ground and it's like a long pole with like two hooks... And on those hooks are two bird cages, and because right. Nan had a small garden, so I just started driving round because you couldn't, you know, manoeuvre much. I wanted to go down a hill, uh, but you know, there's cars. There. I was so well versed in all of these different stories, <laughs> and like, this is really difficult. Um, uh, Oh, this is so annoying. Oh, well, with, with, uh, with the Liverpool one, 
It didn't air. It didn't air. They didn't show it. You can't go back and watch it. Oh, that worked. It didn't air. So that's like, it can either be, are you saying that because it's not true or it is true and that's just a next level stuff. Ah. Oh, God. I think, the I, English, think I've got him. I think the English coursework one is true because that's just so you. Um, <laughs> the thing with the... I think the mobility scooter one is false. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Alright. First truth is... I genuinely went on to uh, BBC Radio Liverpool and played yes. some guy's <laughs> son. Yeah. Um, it didn't air. I didn't know what I was doing. I was so I was so mesmerised by what was happening because we were, we were in Leicester Square, I think it was, or Oxford Circus. I can't... It was really dark and... We were just in this box talking to a woman who was recording for BBC Radio Liverpool, and it was so overwhelming because I was only trying to interview this guy. I didn't think I'd come on. Anyway, it was cack, and it did not make it on. Thank God. Okay. It's basically me going, "Oh, hello. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm your, I'm your son." <laughs> and that was it. And he didn't win. I don't think. Oh, he was a, he was an arsehole. I remember he was some sort of <laughs> arsehole as well. I can't. Now, the lie was. I wrote the script for my English course. No! Lonely Cracker. Oh, come on! Yeah, I literally, I literally just wrote that down. Like two oh, I can't believe I hadn't thought of the fact yeah. that you could come up with something so random and crazy <laughs> so quickly as well. <laughs> oh, that's so annoying. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah! 2-1! You won your own competition on your own my... podcast. Yeah. You're a big man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on. It's not rigged at all. I didn't get <laughs> his ones as well. <laughs> ah, sweet. Well, I'm happy. It's cool. <laughs> but we should we should finish off the podcast now. It is now quite a long podcast. Yeah. But we should fill it with what's you know what actually is most important with people who you're interviewing and you know talking to other actors. It's always interesting to hear for on my part as a friend mm-hmm. and. My part is um, another actor because you might be stealing my stuff. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Jasser, what are you up to next? Uh, well, so Some Girls is airing at the moment, and last month I was in uh, guest lead in an episode of Casualty. Mm-hmm. Um, doing your rounds, doing your rounds. Yeah, doing it. Working with the old beam. You know? <laughs> the old beam. The old beam. Yeah, feel very, very privileged to have uh, worked on a couple of their productions now. And, um, yeah, so then this Christmas I'm in an awesome kind of Christmas show pantomime thing, Peter Pan. And oh, I, you're, so you're, you're doing panto? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. When it's, are you doing that? What, uh, what it starts in, kind of starts at the beginning of December, runs through to the start of January. It would have been really stupid if you just, I would do it in about March. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of over Christmas tends to be when, when they are. <laughs> uh, it's incredible. It's absolutely amazing. It's going to be like... Um, just like a West End show I mean the talent we've got involved like Amy Beadle who's playing Wendy she's just finished she was in the original London cast of Shrek playing Teen Fiona our musical director Andrew Bevis has just finished on um, the arena tour of Jesus Christ Superstar mm. and just incredible dancers incredible effects the script's brilliant 
and um, yeah, it's going to be pretty amazing. So that, that's going to be it. And where are you doing that? I'm uh, I'm going to be doing that at uh, the Camberley Theatre. Where's that? In Surrey. Surrey. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to meet Jasa, um, yeah, you should do I will, that. I will be there. You should. I learn Punjabi before approaching him <laughs> and announce him. Uh, announce that you know him by saying his whole name. Yeah. Do you have, do you have a middle name? Or is it just? Uh, well, my kind of full name is Jasvinder Singh Alawalia. It's my full kind of because my grandparents like he needs to have full Indian name. Mm. So um, I got a full kind of. That was Jasvinder doing that accent. Not yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I had a full blown Indian name which appears in my passport. But okay. Other than that, now, my parents really just wanted to call me call me just call me Jasso, but mm. um, kind of there's a so kind of it's a secret, not a secret tradition. It's kind of an Indian tradition is that you have your formal name and then you also have your family name yeah which usually they don't even correlate the fact that Jasser and Jasvinder are slightly similar is um more of a coincidence okay um than anything else yeah cool um and what is what is something you want to do what is what is your aim as an actor in the next My like, five aim as to an ten actor. years? Um, well, I'm hoping, and this is something that hopefully will get figured out in the next month or so, is I'm hoping to get out to LA in January for pilot season, uh, because earlier in the year I was out in Morocco filming a awesome, epic uh, TV series. For called US. Take Me Out. Take <laughs> Me Out Morocco. Um, for US TV. And I can't really talk about that yet, which is a shame, but it was incredible. We were filming... When's when's that out? Uh, it's out in the talk. States in March. Okay. Oh, um, wow, so it's quite a while away. Yeah, I mean, there's like... Okay, you could probably talk about that in the second series. Yeah, maybe. Of my podcast. Of your podcast, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that's kind of all that awesomeness kind of kicks off in the States next... Start next year, so... I'm hoping to get out to LA in January and um, kind of lay the foundations for, for the next step in my career. Cool. Yeah. And what do you want the next step of your career to be? Uh, just more, just keep working, really. <laughs> Such an actor answer. Uh, okay, yeah. we'll move on. <laughs> yeah, no, like, just, uh, you know, more f- film and TV is really where my heart is, I feel. Um, I kind of, the way I got into the industry was from, I really enjoyed the production side of things, just the whole the atmosphere of being on a set and seeing the lights being set up and the cameras going in and people taking focus and doing all of that. I absolutely love that. And I've just started producing my own stuff as well. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Literally last weekend to produce my first short film. Um, What's for, it's called Colton's big night for the 50 kisses, um, feature film competition. Okay. So it's a, it's a crowdsourced feature film and the kind of winning short films become part of the feature. Oh, film. wow. So, okay. yeah, we had the incredible, um, you know, a very small team, but very young, uh, very, young very, very talented mm. uh, people. The director, um, Sebastian Solberg, is a good friend of mine. He directed my music video. Mm. And he's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And, you know, we've worked together a few times now, and we kind of, you know, he's... We, we, we complement each other um, very effectively. Yeah. And um, the, my co-producer that I was working with, uh, Cathy Rogers, she was, she's also, she's incredible. When it comes to like, scheduling, you know, time is so, is so um, precious yeah. when you're filming something. And she schedules stuff so well um, that it's almost like she can create time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. And that was an incredible shoot. And um, yeah, so that's how I got into film. It was more from, like just loving the whole process of making films and kind of I found my kind of niche within acting. Yeah. So hopefully screen screen work is where I really want to be 
to my career. Cool. And then hopefully do kind of theatre later later on. I mean, I really love it, but you know, the screen I think is where my heart is really. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. I think that's where we're going to end the podcast. Um, I'll quickly say, what do you know your um your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is at official Jassa, which is just official and then Jassa. So is... no, no, like spaces or anything. No, like just all one word. Official Jassa. J A double S A. Okay. Um, what we what I usually do is I let the guest have the final word, the final sentence. Um. Anything you want to say as a final sentence? Oh, Maybe something metaphorical. You warn me about this. Philosophical. We don't know. <laughs> I can keep talking until you think of um, what could something I amazing. Say? You could say it in Punjabi. You could say it on a boat. You could say it on a boat. <laughs> you could say it on a goat. <laughs> um, and there we go. Sean Young's podcast. Why don't you try it yourself? And I'll see you next time. <laughs> That's my art attack sign off. <laughs> Thank you, Jasper. <laughs>